back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are wrapping up things here on the block and making way uh, for uh, the old school with the, the crossover. We're doing that right now, but we do also have a caller, and we always invite you guys to call in on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. John, uh, John, what, what what brings you in today? Well, I always get fired up when we talk this subject. By far, 95 Huskers, best team ever. First off, we were too deep everywhere. So I always say when you want to talk best teams, all you have to do is look at any best team, whether it's LSU, whether it's Miami, take their quarterback if they get hurt. I always say Brooke Berenger was our biggest bullet that we had anywhere. Tommy Frazier could have went down, and we don't miss a beat with Brooke Berenger. You take your running backs out. We're two, three deep there. Um, anywhere you want to go, take your top three players, and if, if for any reason they were to go down, could you replace them? There's no other teams ever can say they can do what Nebraska did. That's right. my take. Have a good one, guys. All Bye. right. Thank, thank you. Thank you for the call there, John. I love Nebraska and their passionate fans for uh, the 1995 Nebraska team. Uh, DP, we're kind of st- talking about it. There's a couple different lists that, that kind of moved Nebraska, the 95 Nebraska team, um, to like fifth all time. And, you know, that's a great honor. But here in Nebraska, we're like, hey, you know, they got to be number one. Um you know, obviously, you 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 watched Nebraska from afar. You weren't in Nebraska at the time. Did did that when you were watching that 1995 team? Did it kind of feel like that? Did it feel like you were watching one of the best teams of all time, or did it kind of take till they 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 dominated Florida to get that feeling? I mean, you had an undefeated season at 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 a prime place in your in your legacy. Like that was necessary. 95 was necessary. Um, Nebraska doesn't become Nebraska without 95. Like, 94 is one thing. Yeah. It's one thing, right? You you had your moment. 95 was confirmation and reaffirmation. 97 is the one that becomes interesting to me, um, and then 96 in the way it played out. But I'm also neutral. Like, I don't have, a, I don't have skin in the game when it mm-hmm. comes to 95. There are some teams that, I mean, John said there's no team that was too deep. Yeah, there are. <laughs> yeah, there are. But what the 95 team did in that space is pretty remarkable. Now, we can say that about some of the Alabama teams. You can mm-hmm. say that about some of the Oklahoma teams as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in, in my space, 95 is 1A one, one and one, or 1B. One like, there's not a lot of space between – Nebraska at its best and anybody else at their best. Yeah. Like you're more familiar with it because it's it's constantly fed to you that oh nobody else had double level talent. Like well the U really did. They did. Yeah. That 2001 <laughs> the, the, team. The yeah. U really did. Um you know where where NFL guys didn't get to play. So there are schools that did that, but that 95 team was special. So yeah, for anybody that says 95 is number one, I'm cool with it because there's there's actual data that, that, that co-signs it. Um, I don't expect everybody else to buy into it, but in this space, absolutely. But I, I would have people, I would ask the question, is 95 the best Huskers team? Right. <laughs> like, that's a, better, that's a better question to me. Yeah. Was 95 the best roster ever at Nebraska? Because when you have the triplets – that's that's a four deep roster, 
That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty right. Impressive that's pretty itself. impressive. So the seventy-one team also highly recruited. Right. Like yeah. I would. So I would almost ask the question: Is that the best Nebraska team? Then, if it's the best Nebraska team, then it's one of one of the best ever in history. See, and my argument too with the, with that two thousand one Miami team, which is usually you know when you talk to college football historians, pundits, um, those teams are usually up there in the top five, if not one or in two. Mm-hmm. My argument with that is always, I think that the that Miami team was the most talented team that we've ever seen. I think Nebraska was the most dominant team that we've ever seen. And so, because that Miami team is as talented as they were, struggled with Virginia Tech, struggled with Boston College, Nebraska. Didn't really struggle. I mean, you could argue Washington State early on in the season. They only beat them by 14 points. Um, that was as close to struggling as Nebraska got um, that season. And so, it you know, it depends on what, what way you look at it. It's not like Nebraska was uh, starving for athletes or needed, you know, it, it's not like they didn't have a whole lot of talent on that team themselves. But sometimes I'm, I'm, all, I'm even more impressed um, if you are more dominant, maybe with a less talented team than you are, um, you know, what the result you get in national championship one way or the other but um with probably the most talented team of all time it's just really hard to argue with that 2001 miami squad it, it bounces it's like you know it, and strick would could could chime in it's when you talk about the bulls and and their run then you also is that the best bulls team you have to identify what the best bulls team was yeah you have to identify what was the best lakers team because some people would say it's not it it's not the the, the magic lakers it's the previous Lakers who ran the table and, and beat people up. Yeah, Shaq and Kobe was one version. Magic and Kareem is another version. Wilt and West is another version. So you have to have the first discussion, which is, are you the best in the space? And then where does it fall in? Like, where does yeah. it fall in? I think that's true. Digging, in, digging into those, those pieces is something that's, that kind of narrows the, uh, the scope of it a little bit, kind of helps to – break the whole thing down because it's really tough and it's it's so tough because of style of play styles of game to be able to look across um the full landscape of of the whole nba or the whole nfl or the whole college uh, spectrum and and really you know come to that conclusion i think um it, it's tough to come up with criteria as to how you figure out how these these things should be determined same thing with the goats of all time i I, i've seen only maybe one that i've seen that had a breakdown of criteria that basically broke it down to show you that there's no question that michael jordan's that guy so it's really tough how do you you come up because bach you said something that was really important that is the longer you get away from those times there's only small references of stats and and you know games even game films that you can really break down to see if, if that's the case or not. And, of course, we love talking college football and the greatest of all time because some of those Nebraska teams will be in there. But I think the more relevant greatest of all time discussion going on right now is the home run record. And, and Aaron Judge obviously hitting 62 uh, the other night. Now we won't have to have it break into our college football schedule. I, I, do, I am glad for that. But uh, at the same time, is that more impressive than what Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa were able to do Um I, I I'll admit there's usually there's very few teams that that can sneak into me so that I have a bias against him and the Texas Longhorns are one and the New York Yankees are one. Is is that really a thing? People are really bothered that in a record breaking situation that you're actually brought 
things live. Is that really a problem? I have a problem with it because I'm a college football fan. If I'm watching the Huskers, if I'm watching a team, um, I it's not the, the the record. Yeah, like a flash. The Huskers are on what Fox. Happened. So I know, but okay. I'm a college football fan in general. If I'm watching somebody in the red zone, I've been watching for two and a half hours. I'm ready. You know, I'm interested in this game. If I wanted <laughs> to go to the baseball game, I could flip to it. I don't need to watch Aaron Judge strike out nine times before he hits a home run and break into my college football. It's a college football guy thing, I suppose. I mean, because you can, you can search out what you want to see. If you want to see history, um, you know, you can go to the Yes Network or, you know, find it if, if you really wanted to go see it. But that, so, so, have we, so, so, we, so have we forgotten what actual breaking news is, what an actual live story is? Aaron Judge striking out to not break the all-time home run record in my mind. No, Barry that's, Bonds has because it. there's a risk. Isn't that's why you watch because it's not guaranteed. Right. That's why you watch. But I watch college football because I want to. I want to be involved in that game. I want to be. I want the commentators that's, talking about that game. There's history there's a word, there's, in that there, game There's a too. phrase for that. There's a phrase for that. What's that? It's close-minded. But okay, that's <laughs> a, like okay. I like. But listen, it's 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 a moment. If somebody's gonna break the rowing record, do you want that to break in? So it depends on what sport oh, you we're, like. You we're, have a we're, we're talking about one of the three greatest franchise sports franchises in American history. We're not talking about Oregon versus Meatball State. You're talking about the Yankees and one of the greatest players to ever do this. You're watching the guy as he's at his apex, like the. The greatest player living is about to do something spectacular, but instead you'd rather watch. Yeah, because that's what I okay, turn, that's okay, what I turn the channel okay, to. Okay, if I I'm wanted to turn it to I'm, the I'm, greatest player, I just of want to understand. It. I just want to understand. It's just it's just a weird vibe that <laughs> that 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 in a sports station we would devalue sports at its greatest. That's just a weird well, thing for me. For me, college football is sports at its greatest. I love college football more than I care. Well, then for I guess Major you League need baseball. to become the programmer at Fox because otherwise <laughs> you are just you are just flapping in the wind, bro. <laughs> well, listen, I'm not alone. There is the college football army. Got all, we all we all stand up and cheer and say, "Hey, stop showing us baseball." If we wanted baseball, we turn to baseball. Uh, wow, <laughs> wow. I'm not even a Yankees fan, but. Aaron Judge is one of the great athletes, one of the great performers, as it currently stands. Period. I, I, I so okay. let me let me ask this question. Here, here's the way I would I would do it. Right. I absolutely understand both your points. I mean, if 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 you were truly a football fan, then that's where you would you would lie. But it's unfortunate that we happen to be in the sports realm and, and in sports talk. So therefore, this is all news. Let me ask this question. If it was the Masters, right? And you had like just this is it no was Tiger. It was up, Tiger. But hi- hypothetically, you had Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson like beat one of the records of maybe Arnold Palmer. I don't know. Just we're just throwing it out there, right? You being in news, you would want to cover that. You see what I'm saying? So that's what that's what DP's kind of trying to say, right? You would want to be able to tap into that greatness of whatever that moment is because even though football or baseball or basketball is going on, there's a great moment happening in sports right here. And it's just – so I understand – you know both parts of it. I just wanted to throw that out Bob, there, give right? The, give the, so give it's the, not just this baseball. It's just that any type of sport. I don't care if it's uh, you know Muhammad Ali about to win the you know the most of all time and be the greatest boxer. You would probably want to tap in on it. So I don't think it's just because it's baseball. I think it's just sports. Period. Yeah. 
Pac, give the ID. My, my give the ID, and then I'll 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 make another point. Jay Foreman has walked in the room, but give the ID, and we'll we'll uh, keep playing. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. Okay, so, Bach, let me put, what's, um, what's the, 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 the great American pastime? Baseball. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, it's a, I'm done. What, what has, what's um, the best ratings uh, uh, I'm, since, I'm, you know, the last 25 years? Tiger, Tiger March. Well, but I'm Tiger saying, at the Masters. In general, you look at the at the end of the year, the top ten. It's going. That's not what we're talking seven about. NFL That's not games, what we're talking about. Few college football. We're games. talking about the moments that you will remember. No, at, at come December thirty first, nobody's going to talk about that football you were watching. Everybody's going to talk about the sixty two. Period. Like you just like stop. Like I, I want to be offended and we want to be upset over a thing because it doesn't cater to me exactly as I need for it to be catered to. But we're talking about sports. Sports. We're not talking just about football. In the pantheon of, of of American history, baseball is the pastime. And you can say, "I nobody cares about baseball during during football season." That's baseball started before football season. I like freely think, have your own thought. If sixty two is happening and it's North Carolina versus North Carolina State in football, cut my TV and show me the great the greatest player in baseball. Playing at the highest level. I'll turn to the channel if I need to get there. I want to watch North Carolina State and the Wolfpack take on North Carolina. Basketball? No, (laughs) football. Football. I went to a Kansas Duke football game. Don't question my football. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. No, I had a blast. It was awesome. Two undefeated teams. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, though. There are those of us that love college football. Are you? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't have ownership. You don't have ownership of college football love. You don't. No. You've been in two stadiums ever. Not that's wrong. Four. I've been to several. Four? I five, yeah. Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The history of football beyond before Jake Bachoven. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, right? a lot of it, yeah. You don't have ownership of it. I don't claim to have ownership. You you of can't it. say that, well, yeah, it's us. No, 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 bro. I'm uh, one of the people that is that wants no cut-ins into my college football. That's what I'm saying. I'm as I asked the question, I was trying to understand why. I get why now, because you're telling me, you know what, I just want to watch football, and I don't want to be disturbed, and that's it. But they're not making decisions for you. They're making decisions for sports in its entirety, as the network that carries it, and the people that pay to make sure that people who love baseball get to see it, no matter where they are and what they're doing. Because not everybody has every gadget and every device. There are people that want to watch Aaron Judge break Maris's re- record, because that's well, a moment got, that was last long. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he broke the record. He broke the record. He broke the he broke now, the, he broke he, the American he, League record. He broke the American League record. Yeah, is he is he? He's not the all time home run leader, but he's probably the all time home run leader that will go into the Hall of Fame, um, because the guys above. We him are we from we don't now. we don't know who, who's we don't above know. Him. Is it Sosa, McGuire, Bonds, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Who ranks, dang none of them three are in? Who no. ranks? Number, none of them three are in? None of the three are in. They're the steroid they, era. They two get cast aside. I would say McGuire and Bonds are Hall of Famers regardless of when they start taking steroids. Mm-hmm. Sammy Sosa. For his run, I mean, no, Sosa I'm had, saying, I'm had saying pre. I'm saying pre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To have but, Like Bonds, was, Bonds right. before steroids, McGuire before. They both were, in my opinion, Hall of Fame players. McGuire definitely would, if he wasn't, is borderline. 
Sosa, when he was early in his career, wasn't very good. They carried the game in a time when the game needed to be carried. Yeah, and that's why they had – so, and, the the, and Major League Baseball ranks Bonds, McGuire, Sosa seasons as greater than Judge. So, so I, I don't know. I guess they have a say-so in the matter. <laughs> what do you mean? You, you mean like in the record books? In the record books. Yeah, Major yeah. League Baseball carries Bond, Sosa, McGuire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, they don't talk about <laughs> amphetamines and speed and all the other stuff that was happening prior to 1978. Right. Because it's convenient to the narrative. But the reality is what was actually produced was Barry Bonds hit more home runs in the season than any human being alive in, right. in, in the Major Leagues. So, Okay. That's how I feel about it too. Is if people will say, "Well, this is the new, this is the clean record." Yeah, like you I don't well, know, you don't, you really don't know if anybody's clean. Right, you don't know that because the only thing is you just ain't got caught, pretty yeah. much. That part. And either way, I, mean, we, did, we I just wonder. I wonder what major league player. I want Strick's opinion. Like what major league p- player in baseball that say he is like five all time. Say he had fifty something home runs. I don't know who would be say, if, and he never got popped. But sitting back, like yeah. Them dudes are dumb enough. They didn't get the two-week notice that I got, and I passed my test. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, 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 he got off like a bandit. You know what I'm right. saying? Right? Right. right. Uh, yeah. Uh, drumstick, yeah, baseball is still America's pastime because it reaches places and spaces the other sports can't reach. It reaches What's the, the definite? It, I, do you think so? Oh, absolutely. I think football is taking over. I, I don't. I, I think don't. I think football. I think I don't. But I, these are the same people who said three years ago, well, "I'm done watching football." Yeah, but, like I, yeah. I'm boycotting football because of whatever reason. I bo- you, yeah. we were boycotting football. Like no, Kaepernick <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like come on, come on. I think it's whatever fits in your lane. Man, you know what I was thinking when I seen Aaron Jones' old big old head on TV? I was like, dang, that dude would be a hell of a tight end. Oh, yeah. Well, they, know, they, somebody how, gave his know. numbers yesterday. Somebody, I, I don't know how he's fast. Six, he's 6'7", 280. Somebody gave his high school numbers. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, know, as a tight end, and I think he like maybe two eighty be too big, but he I mean, hey, a couple hey, a couple cheeseburger, he'd be three on, he could be a little. I guarantee like he could he, kick step. Like right. he was just short of a thousand yards as a receiver uh, in high school. He was just uh, his basketball numbers were crazy. Yeah. Like he was a he three sport monster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he actually came to Haymarket Park with Fresno State to play Nebraska, but uh, didn't have a great game. But he, man, man, it would have oh, been man. great to see if you knew at the time. Hey, that's your. You judge. just never know, man. Here's yeah. the question, though. Strick, Strick, I got a question for you. You ready for this one, partner? Strick, where you at, man? Wake up, Strick. I'm right here. I'm ready. No, you wasn't because I gave I was, you a softball. You sitting there chilling. I was, I was trying to they get you They talking junk a, about you, Fred no, Strick. No. They said you just sitting over there so you don't get fined like you marched on <laughs> Strick, hey, where you at, you man? I, in, I said it. my piece. Yeah. Strick, Strick. Before you came in, I said it. Hey, man. Hey, hey. You Since you since Northwestern, man, I didn't seen you about two. You like the missing link. You like Kaiser Soze. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put an APB out on you, dog. <laughs> AP, all point bullet there. He looking at Stricky life, man. That's different. Yeah. Hey, Strick, here's the question for you. Because as the same discussions happen about football and the same discussions happen about baseball, about uh, uh, chemicals outside of uh, a normal space and place, why has that conversation never reached the NBA? Man, because you know you NBA cats ain't on no steroids. You know what y'all cats be doing? Y'all kick it all night, and I see y'all practices during the during the season. You know what they do? They got sweats on. They go do a little three-man weave. They pop a couple jumpers, go home, take a nap, and then they're like, all right, we're going to go hoop. 
and then they really get their practice in when they come in before pregame. After Man, the nap. Right. Don't let Strick <laughs> – do not even come on, Strick. I know too many NBA players have been to too many practices. I showed up to a Timberwolves practice and got in because uh, Kevin Garnett was there. And Stephon Marbury knew my cousin, so we got in. So I'm like, hey, I'm, trying to, I'm about to see these dudes catch it off the rim. Man, you were these cats wasn't doing nothing getting off the floor. <laughs> Oof, right? The right. guys that worked the hardest were the guys that, uh, that weren't playing. That's fake news. That's fake news. Stay over Strick. here Strick. saying fake news, Strick. bro. Strick, we're in the circle. We're going hard to the paper. Strick, we Strick. We're, we're, we're in the circle about. of trust now, okay, even though that you, we don't know you you in places unknown. Answer this. Be honest. The guys that worked the hardest in, the, in practices during the season, the NBA, are the guys that ain't playing. Facts. See? Yeah. Hey, dude, the dude was like 12th on the bench. He was working hard. He was running sprints. Everybody else was like, this all right, is, man, I'm out. Jay, this is why Joe Forte, who was one of the better college players in history uh -huh. in North Carolina, this is why he did not make it in the league from what you just said because he had that entitlement complex and he didn't want to come to work and they were called to work because they weren't playing. Yeah. So he was never ready. Whenever the opportunity presented to him, he was never ready. So he always struggled. And then, yeah. you know, that's why he's that's out of it. the league. So you're absolutely right. Hey, Strick, I want he's to ask second tier guy. I want to ask you this though, man. Um, somebody was asking me just about, you know, how kids would trans you know, why is it so hard for kids to be, you know, somebody to be good in high school and then just in, in, in college, they just look booty. And I was like, hey, man, that first two years and that first impression and the ability to work through your, I guess you could call it adversity. I just think like you just looking at 10 other guys that are just as good as you. Talk as about that. Yeah. Talk about that in the NBA where you would, you know, say like you heard about a guy, say like you heard about another two guard from. Well, you, I know you. Uh, when you were in college, you played Michigan State. But just because I'm thinking about Sean Respert, right? Remember when yeah. he came down to Devaney? I was like, man, this dude cold, right? But then in yeah. the NBA, it was no go, right? I mean, I know you yeah. put the clamps on him here, yeah. but I'm, but up until then. So talk about it when you hear about a guy from said college, and then when you get in the NBA, and there ain't no there ain't no sports information director hyping you up. They ain't running five pick and rolls for you, and you shooting it without right. without any remorse, and it's just you and him. And then you like, yeah, that dude. Like you say, he was fake news, or we used to call them buttercups. Well, Jay, what it, what it comes down to is, it's a lot of guys that, when given the keys to the car, you can drive all over the city. But when there's restrictions on where you can go because you have only a permit as opposed to a driver's license, right. that means you have to understand how to play within the permitted rules. Right. So in essence, what happens is these guys have been given the keys at whatever college, whatever high school, whatever that is, they've been given the keys to the, to, to the, to the car to drive. And when they get to the next level, you're not that guy. All right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. somebody waiting on you to get there. So when you get there, there's a Mitch Richmond waiting on you. Right. When you get there, there's a Mark Jackson waiting on you. Right. When you get there, there's somebody, a Gary Payton waiting on you, right. right? So you're not that guy. You're not getting 20 shots a game. You're not getting uh, 20 touches a game. So you've got to learn how to play within the right. permitted system. Yeah, that's huge, man. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. They don't know how to do that. See, that's the difference between Stricky. 
See, Stricky don't mind the grind. Stricky don't mind getting out there, diving on the floor. Stricky don't mind chasing it, playing deep. Stricky, that's the difference. That's how you're able to stay. You have to find a niche. You have to find right. something you're good at. Do that at your best. And then when time permitted, when they get more trust, then you have to be ready right. to do it at a higher level. Yeah, per- a, a perfect modern day example would be Draymond Green. Remember, he, he, started out as a, he started out as an energy guy, come in, defense, and everybody loved him. Next thing you know, He's a Hall of Famer now. You, and, and, you know, to be honest yeah. with you, Strick, what you just talked about right now, it equates to any type of sport. It's t- even like football, right? So, um, you know, in high school, you probably have that – I call it a runway where, you know, it's it, you know if you're a good, I don't know, def- or a defensive end or, you know, uh, say receiver, you're going to get eight or nine looks, but you don't really have to block, you know what I'm saying, or something like that, to where now you have to roster manage here – and I always talked about this when, when Bo Pelini was here, and I was talking about how sometimes guys would go from starting to the milk carton. Well, even if he's not starting anymore, he started for a reason, assuming, right? So why can't you still get 10 plays out of him? And that's what Strick's talking about. Find you a, find you a role that you can be an All-American yeah. in that role, and then next thing you know, you're there. And I always talk about when I was a redshirt freshman starting, you know, it was like – 60% of the game, you know, that I was playing. And Coach Sam was, hey, look, dude, this is you're starting. When we go to nickel and stuff, you out, but this is it. You got to be 90%. We just have a – on your bad days, you got to be 88%, you know, grading out. And then as I started to, you know, become older, then it was like, all right, then you move up to 100%. I think sometimes guys miss the – I don't know, what is it, DP? The – Trees before the see the forest through the trees or yeah, whatever it's yeah, called or yeah. you know my grandma used to always no, have all these things can't see the forest with the trees yeah forest through the trees and they always then they like all right then I don't want to do it they want the easy path right strict strict a lot of guys coming yeah, to NBA yeah. they like oh I was good at North Carolina well in North Carolina you was just secondary break all the time getting twelve easy b- points and then you would you know do a little something to get another you know, eight well in the NBA you better figure out how to That's, get them garbage points that part absolutely. You got to figure out something that you do well. Why do you think Ben Wallace became a Hall of Famer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He found a niche and he operated in it. He never tried to be anything other than what he was. Dennis Rodman right. is the same way. Well, you know, you find these guys that do that. They I just, got they find strict. their niche. I got, I have the, I've been dying to ask you this. Okay. I was listening to Walt Frazier when he was, he was doing a old Chicago Bulls game and he talked about, the only team in the NBA at that or that would ever challenge Jordan was the Detroit Pistons, and so essentially he was saying, "Strict, all you guys in the NBA was a bunch of chumps, man. What's up? I mean, you from Nebraska? You just, I mean, um, you, 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 was you? I mean, I'm, I'm just asking you. Was y'all, was, was y'all scared of Black Jesus? I mean, that's what everybody, that's what they called him right. when they say. Well, I mean, was you guys? I mean, the strict I knew would just lay the forearm into somebody. You know what I'm saying? Just because. So why you just ain't just just yeah, tighten me, Jordan up real quick? Just give him, you know what I'm saying? Tighten well, him up. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? He um MJ did have that that way about it. Right. Now here's the here's the thing. The assignment was given to me, and it wasn't given me to me during uh any practices. It was just before the game. Um, it was matter of fact, it was that shoot around. Don Nelson comes over to me and he says, Listen, tonight, um, we're going to switch some things up. You're you're going to start off guard Jordan. Okay. I'm a young guy. Yeah. Now become a starter. And um, 
you know, you go out on the warm-ups, uh, Jay. Yeah. You're doing all your stuff, you know, you're getting into your little woo woo, and you look over at the other side and you're like, damn, that's MJ, yo. Right. Man, I used to watch him when I was a kid. And then you go in the pregame, you shake hands, you're about to do the toss-up, blah, blah, blah. And then you go into dog mode. Like, I don't care who that mo- I don't care who that is. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm at it. That's when it switches. You right. know what I'm saying? All that stuff before that, other cats are all that. I know. I, I just wasn't that guy. But I'll tell you this. We split with them when they won, when they won 72 and 10. Right. Did you ever, forget, but, but Strick, oh, yeah. did you ever, did you ever foul him hard though? Was it, did MJ talk as much junk I mean, as everybody says, says he did? I, I think MJ only only talked to those when he wanted to stir up something, right? right? He probably didn't think we was we was too much of a factor to him. You know what I mean? Right. So he could have just he didn't he maybe didn't find that one thing. But I'll tell you this: he respected me. He respected me enough that when I played with him in a game in a at Texas State, there was a it was a golf tournament. We all went down there and played. It was a group of us, and it was like a, a game. That uh, you know how I used to have yeah. those those celebrity type games, right. and he says, "Nah, the, the, the roster came out." He said, "No, I want Strick on my team." That's big, right there. So there's respect, right. you know. What I mean, there's, yeah, that, that means something because he knows he wants he wants guys that are dogs. He he wants to play with those type of people, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, and this is this has been great radio. Unfortunately, uh, on the block, better come to right, conclusion so we can get you guys rolling. We'll I'll see you, you soon, Jay Money. Yeah, exactly. I'll see you soon, Jay I Money. I laced you out, and you've been gone, man. I, I ain't giving you no more presents, man. You done. Your Christmas is over. I done laid, hooked him up, and now you ain't seeing no more. Look at you. Oh, yeah. I love you, my brother. I'll see you next week, son. All right, that'll wrap it up for the crossover. An excellent crossover today. We'll do it again tomorrow. But old school coming up next. Uh, thanks for listening to us on the block. I'll be back in for Nate tomorrow, and we'll do it all over again. Tomorrow is pregame eve as we get ready for Friday's showdown in Piscataway. Once again, old school coming up next here on 93.7 The Ticket.